is reaching artificial general intelligence a good thing? What would be your favourite form of digital art to master? And what would be the worst funeral song? This is Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich. I hope you're doing well today. This is Ethan and over to my guy. Jedediah in the building. How are you doing today? Bro, I'm fantastic. We may be on the brink of war. Oh. And actually, by the time this comes out, we could have already been in it. Mm. But uh, overall, other than, you know, the impending doom, I'm, fe I'm feeling pretty good. How are you? Other than the impending doom. Always <laughs> good. It's, um, there is a uncomfortable comfort in being a Western country very far away from the front lines. Yeah. Um, but we have some other things to talk about today. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. It's, true. it's not, not a great note as the first thing to talk about is, is potential war. Uh, <laughs> reflecting on the reality which we've just unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully one of our leaders will get ousted before anything kicks off. Hopefully. Um, general intelligence. So artificial general intelligence is more than just AI um, as people know it. Artificial general intelligence is deemed to be the point at which um, artificial intelligence, uh, essentially essentially robots can think and act as humans and learn in a way that humans can. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is really interesting and there's a load of really interesting work going on right now. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast I've been listening to called Deep Mind um, that talked about the different ways in which artificial intelligence is being used for like ecology. So out in, uh, I think it was Tanzania, they're using it to map and document different animals. They have like heat map sensors all over. Like I think they have like thousands. Wow. And they take, I think in a day, about 100,000 photos. And imagine as a human being, yeah. going through 100,000 photos a day for a whole year. Doesn't, it's not. Yeah, they, I think they needed something like 20 to 30 people to do this and they started crowdsourcing. Um, so made this decision to bring in some artificial intelligence which still needs some refinement but yeah. is allowing them to document animals in a way that they've never been able to do before yeah that's that is where i think ai is really shining mm -hmm. it can it can almost automate yeah. we can use it to automate processes that before were deemed unsurmountable yeah. you know like like when you look at i've watched some videos sometimes by youtubers who build programs who evolve you know they'll build like uh, a, a robot within a program yeah. a program within the program that like will get faster through generations mm -hmm. and they can do it a million times in like two minutes <laughs> and it's like that's something we, we can never do we can never do but an AI can just run through it and, and, and keep going as long as it knows what it's doing it's just flying and those kinds of things will speed up healthcare education things like transport yeah. will, it will fundamentally change any civilization that is able to utilize it, it will fundamentally change them, hopefully for the good. Yeah, healthcare in such a massive way. Um, another from DeepMind, again, fantastic podcast, go and listen to it if you like that kind of stuff, you're interested in AI. Um, they spoke to someone who, they developed a uh, piece of code, piece of software that could predict the sequence from like looking at a sequence of... Um, like a DNA sequence or no, an amino acid sequence, the shape and fold of a protein. And this is really important because any receptor in your body is a result of these protein folding. Mm -hmm. And if you can predict the folding, you can also predict what fits in there. Yeah. Then you can, therefore, you can design drugs to work on particular folding. And that is like a massive, massive a step. Changer. Yeah, for like computational chemistry, it's, it was always like accurate to maybe like 50 to 70%, which as we all know, it's not good enough. You wouldn't want a drug that is 50 to 70% <laughs> effective unless it's like your last, like last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think when it comes to general intelligence, 
that is where you're like, oh, now it's going to act like a human. Yeah. And as we can see, as we started off the podcast, can yeah. we really trust humans to act <laughs> in a way? And a machine will arguably be so much more rueful, ruthlessness. Roof. We go for that. We go for that. A machine will arguably be so much more ruthless mm. than we could ever be. You know what? On that last point, I don't necessarily agree. Mm. I feel like the AI will be able to find the solution that isn't just murdering people killing people there's a there's a show that i adore it's my favorite my favorite show of all time uh called love death and robots yes and in one of the episodes it's not ai but it's yogurt gains sentience and and becomes super clever and takes over ohio and then takes over the world Mm. because it knows the way to fix the economy and to fix conflicts and things like that yeah. because it's smarter than people. Mm. It also was smart enough to give people the system to make them lose power so they had to give power over to the, to the, to the yogurt. And I feel like if we get to the point where AI is so clever and can do all those calculations and, and work out things that we can't even begin to think that we can run through in 100 years, like going through 100,000 photos in a day, you know, let's times that by a, a billion, mm. which is, you know, not even close to the potential that AI could potes- could potentially have. We could be looking at them, the AI discovering ways to deal with issues, mm-hmm. discovering the friction points yeah. that we might not even realise are under, there, under the surface that could fix things. And equally, where you have systems that we've seen like AI, uh, the problems with AI having like bias and predisposed bias. So whatever piece of AI reaches this general intelligence has to be designed in a way that it can't do, that can't develop these natural biases that yeah. we've seen in machines over and over again. Because mm. like you say, it could be like, oh, I want to be a nice machine. I want to look after everyone. I want yeah. to help people. And I want to, uh, um, through taking away their power, um, make them even greater. Yeah. Um, but then also they could be like, I, could, I just want to take away their power and control them. Mm. Um, but I think it's, it's really interesting to see where it will go and what mm. happens when we experience the first piece of AGI yeah um, will people respond warmly welcomely is something that people is are scared man yeah. people are scared like I think films like The Matrix um, the I Robot Terminator yeah. they have got people running for the heels people are so scared yeah. and I get it I can get why but I'm, I'm going to embrace it with open arms I think AI could be the best of what we're able to create would you put a limit on the number of machines that can have this artificial general intelligence no no i, I wouldn't i think uh, <laughs> i'm sounding a bit like iron man you know when you know just before he creates ultron he's like <laughs> a suit of armor around the world yeah look how that turned out <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't because the the upside potential of ai mm-hmm. could we could automate labor yeah forever mm-hmm. that kind of thing could change the world I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, <laughs> so, do you enjoy doing labour? And I don't mean as a mindful exercise, but at the core of it. Okay, you know, do humans? Yeah. At the core of it, enjoy. Doing yeah, labor? and I think if you look at you know a lot of prominent f- philosophy and sociology, it's we need to work to earn things to find fulfilment in life. Mm-hmm. We need to do put in effort yeah. to get things to get the rewards from that effort to have chemicals in our head that make us happy. We know that that's a general case, right? Um, But that doesn't need to be labor. So I think, as much as I think I really like working and I think a lot of people like it, 
if we were to automate the stuff, the 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 simpler stuff, we then potentially could use all of our stuff to work for fun things. And if robots can think like humans, yeah, do they not also want to have fun as humans? I'm just spitballing. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. My base, the basis of what I just uh, spoke about, you know, uh, work to reward, um, comes from my understanding of human biology, yeah. as well as the mind which so maybe robots like you say don't have the same human yeah biology, so yeah they don't have these dopamine receptors yeah because we chase comfort right yeah. we chase comfort and survival and a lot of that comes through when we do when we do good things yeah. when we do th- things that raise our chances of survival we get dopamine we get serotonin that's in a very small part of how the brain works yeah. i don't know if robots are going to have that same mechanism yeah, so what drives them uh, algorithms maybe that's a question for our listeners yeah <laughs> yeah we're taking we're taking robots it somewhere gain sentience yeah what drives them what motivates them um and how is it different from what motivates you and what motivates you yeah but just to finish that actually i don't think they've they're, they're close to agi right now mm. like we look at the, you know the capture things that they do to yes. prove that you're not a robot yeah. i know there are ai there are there is forms of intelligence that can do those things mm. but not nowhere near to the point where I think the general public are panicking about it. Oh, yeah. And to the point where we can manipulate it and manufacture it in masses. No, not at all. So, yeah, we're not close. Even stuff like um, this technology I was talking about, the ecology technology, um, it requires thousands and thousands of images to be fed in. Mm. Um, And one of the issues that they encountered was uh, people in this uh, group love to look at lions. Mm. Um, and to the extent where they were falsely naming things as lions, it was like a warthog, and they named it a lion, which meant the computer then picked this up as a lion. And uh, the sheer amount of data that robots need just to be able to recognise images of animals, Mm. again, I agree. I think we are so far away, because before that, well, on top of that, you've got stuff like being able to speak like a normal human being. Mm. And there is such nuance in language, Mm -hmm. and various languages, um, down to like the, the fine tones of a language, that there is a vast amount of work to be done, but it's getting there. Yeah. I, um, and you know, we come to philosophy and things like that and understanding topics that are really difficult to put into data that are really difficult to capture at a quantitative measure at a quantitative scale. I don't know if we'll ever, and that's maybe me putting a limitation on, on artificial intelligence that, that it doesn't deserve. But I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where AI can handle philosophical questions. And that's one of the, I know that's one of the talking points amongst people who are looking at this this point of no return for AI. And if they can't ever reach those philosophical questions, then maybe we're, maybe we're good. Maybe we'll always be good from that point. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Art. Yes. We have two wonderful pictures in and around us, in and around our environment of Kobe yeah. and yep. Serena Williams. Yep, I see them. We also have the digital art. We've got the graphic design, the Air Jordan. Shout out to my brother. He got, he got, he got me uh, the, the, the Air Jordan one. What is your favorite form of digital art, or, or which is your favorite form of digital art to master? Okay, so when we're talking digital digital art, are we talking things that you can find on a screen, or are we talking like what's the what what are the parameters here? So I I can anything that comes on the screen in my in my okay, in my okay. View, cool. cool. I'm always created via a digital method. Yeah. Yeah, anything. No, anything that comes on the screen. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that. That that makes it easier because I'm not sure. You know, you could you could argue that that music is a digital art if you produce it all on a computer, right? Mm. Um. So yeah, just 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 so just so I have that have that understanding. Um. I think one of the things that I'd really like to master, 
and this wouldn't take loads of work yeah. you know if i was ever to go into that into that realm is um pixelated art okay so it's almost kind of like what they do in minecraft but at a much grander and more beautiful scale because oh. minecraft has its very basic levels but it's basically using pixels to create art in block form like 8-bit art yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. but um not as blocky as 8-bit art it's oh. blocks but you can do it at a much grander scale with much smaller pixels but you can still tell it's pixelated as opposed to all images on any screen because they're all pixels in the end <laughs> um yeah i i recently discovered a a pixel artist and i've forgotten their name and that is my bad that's my bad on tiktok i discovered them on tiktok and the 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 tiktok that i saw was what people think i do as a as a pixel artist and it showed you know small pokemon images and and basic anime stuff and it's really blocky and you can't see definition or anything like that yeah. it's just pastel colors really and then that it turned over to what I really do. And it showed these massive scapes of like a universal sky where you can see galaxies and wow. comets flying across. It looked beautiful, but the pixelated aspect of it really stood out. It felt quite unique. Mm -hmm. And so it's got its own signature on it. It does stand out and that's really nice. So I would say pixel art. Okay, okay. Um, I really, I really like... I fell in love with video games mm. and when I fell in love with video games this was a Super Nintendo yeah. which I think had just kind of gone a little bit further than 8-bit and you had like Street Fighter and it was all again like blocky and mm -hmm. clearly defined edges yeah. um, and you would see straight lines uh, met with uh, perpendicular lines mm -hmm. as opposed to curves which we now kind of see in today's games yeah. um, and there is something brilliant about the format of that as well as the format of music that accompanies it 8-bit yeah. art and I'm talking more specifically about 8-bit art, often has 8-bit music, which is kind of like slightly kind of janky and tonal when it's like, yes. um, has kind of, uh, it's almost scuffed in a way. Yeah. Uh, but there's something I really enjoy about listening to that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. First of all, 8-bit in itself is a whole aesthetic. And I don't just mean a visual aesthetic, but like an audio aesthetic as well that sends me to a place when I didn't even exist. You know, it's, it's very reminiscent of the 80s and early 90s and, and, and Game Boy you know, I remember a lot of Game Boy games. They were, they were that. And there, there's an innocence and a simplicity mm -hmm. in that form that I find beautiful. I find it stunning and needs to be utilised more. Yeah. Things are too complex nowadays. Yeah. Especially, like, some artwork I see is really complex. There's so much going on. But, um, oh... Actually, this is, this is what I mean. Just to give an example. It's, it's kind of dark. Um, but this artist um, was losing his wife to an illness. Mm -hmm. And because of the health restrictions in that country, the, his wife couldn't get the treatment she needed. And so she sadly passed away. Yeah. And to comm commemorate her, and in the inspiration of this, okay. he laid down uh, £175 uh, of candy in this museum. Wow. And he invited people to take it until it was all gone. Yeah. And everyone was like, this is, this is a weird piece of art. Why is this? What is this? And the art represented um, his wife slowly okay. fading away. And um, that's too complex for me and too that's dark. A, that's a lot to do. I want an artwork where it's light it's colours. simple and fun. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Makes as me lovely smile. as your shirt is in terms of colours. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> So that really went my favourite form of art period and digital art uh, is photography. <laughs> it's very simple. It's very basic when it comes to the digital art world. But yep. um, 
it is also whilst being simple and sweet and easy to do it's easy to start it's yeah. got a low skill ceiling you can be a photographer as long as you have something that can take pictures mm-hmm. um, in any form and I encourage everyone to do that uh, but to become an r- incredibly good photographer, you have to develop an eye. Yeah. Um, and you have to be able to look at something and see the art in it. Um, I'm looking at this photo of Kobe Bryant, and he is in motion, mm. as all great shots of Kobe are. Um, he is running over the, what's that, free throw markers, yeah. um, and he's attacking. You can see it in his body shape. You can see it in his... Uh, vision mm. he is going in a direction focus yeah and it makes me want to look at the wall that he's looking at yeah because i want to see what yeah. he's going to yeah um it's also shot in black and white and it really captures i would say the outline of his muscles and how strong he is in motion and mm. in action and there is something just completely fascinating and stunning about that mm. equally you could take a picture of a wall mm-hmm. zoomed up to like a thousand times and there'll be a story in those cracks. Yeah. And uh, photography is whatever you choose it to be in that moment. There's a really great show on the BBC called the Great Photo- uh, Great British Photography Challenge, which that? shows it's a fantastic charity one, always. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. It shows a, a variety of uh, styles and techniques that you can use to be a better photographer, as a way that as well as the way in which people use those visions to create art as well as like media for advertising and stuff like that and i would love to to get better at it. it's something that i'm actively practicing and so photography is a, a no-brainer for me what would you most like to photograph would it be people would it be skylines like oh, for me definitely definitely people i like looking at um like i look looking at the horizon like into distances mm. i like being on top of big hills mm. and looking at other big hills yeah um but when <laughs> it comes to you. photography i love capturing people for their emotion for the movement for their action mm. for their styles um again tiktok there's a guy that goes around taking pictures of people's faces say oh i love like you've got a really interesting face let me take your picture please uh, and most of them do so um after being warmed up very slightly and he captures um their expression he captures their natural beauty and really enhances it in a way that i haven't seen too many people do and i also find that humans express emotions incredibly strongly and the longer you look at something the more you get from that person and so yeah people photographing people whether they're in motion whether it's the back of their head Mm. whether it's deep into their eyes is this definitely for me yeah i I think you're very good at capturing people. You, you know, the person you probably captured the most recently is me. You're my muse. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not writing Uncut Jones. Uncut Jones. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for getting that in there. Thank you for getting that in there. Um, you're very good at taking pictures of people. So I agree. I'd love to see more of it. I'd love to see where you take it. And people tell stories. Yeah. Their faces tell stories. So I agree. I want to see more. Um, I need you to do something for me. Mm. I need you to uh, like hold the mic, maybe between your legs or something like this. And I need you to help me finish the song. Okay. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. <laughs> I can't believe you did that, bro. We're at a funeral. That is completely outrageous. This is a setup. Is it her? I'm sorry, person who's connected to the last I can't song. believe I can't believe I'm sorry, guys. I didn't bring it. Forgive him. me, everybody. Um, I mean, I'm wearing a multicolored hoodie. If you're happy, you know, clap your hands is the worst song to play at a funeral. Mm. If you can tell it, we're going to our third topic, which is Mm. what is the worst song to play at a funeral? Um, Quick honourable mentions. 
Um, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough yeah. by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Clearly they've stopped. Clearly they've had enough. <laughs> Pick up the phone, Trevor Scott. <laughs> Clearly no one's ready to answer. And another one bites the dust. Ooh. Yeah. Those are the honourable mentions. That is dark. But if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Uh, or if you're happy and you know it, there's almost always a kid at a funeral. Yeah. And Kids have an innate instinct for picking up slang, songs like nursery rhymes mm. and just going along with it. Mm. So you know if that song comes on, one kid is going to be clapping. One person yeah. is going to have the, the lack of social awareness because they're a child yeah. and they will clap. And everyone will look at this child mm-hmm. and the child will be scarred because they're like, what the hell did I just do? Not only that, is it's a song about being happy in this moment, which is deeply, deeply sad um, and tough for people to go through. And so that is, for me, in a very short sentence, yeah. the worst song for me to play at funeral. Yeah, I hear that, I hear that. Um, first of all, I can't believe... You put me in that position when I was clapping at that. At Some that people had no manners. You clapped as well. Am it right, wasn't guys? just me. You were clapping as well. We both clapped. We're both getting kicked out of this. Camera well. don't lie. <laughs> well, you know what? Camera is I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera will lie. For me. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I think that only... Uh, what if... That's too sad to talk about. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So eating a man's wife. is It's like, why you draw the line. <laughs> Well, the thing is, mm. just to go back to that, he, you didn't know that you were yeah. eating his wife until after you'd taken the candy. Oh. So, so he set you up. It's like going around to Hannibal Lecter's for dinner. Yeah, pretty much. It was <laughs> not a good time. Um, so the one that I chose is, and I thought you were going to say it. I thought you were going to say it when you said, don't stop till you get enough, Michael Jackson. But it's Don't Stop Me Now uh, by Queen. <laughs> don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't, yeah, could you imagine? Could you imagine? And then the other one that I was thinking of was, um, it's the Travis Scott song with Drake. Um, um, sicko mode. Sicko mode. <laughs> because it's a bit, it's like, out like a light. <laughs> like a light. <laughs> could you imagine? Flip that switch real quick. Real quick. <laughs> oh, um, no. Yeah, so I can't imagine singing Freddie Mercury's joyous vocals while you know such a sad thing is happening and so. another but one but it's also queen yeah they're, yeah <laughs> they're writing songs that you definitely should not be playing i wonder i wonder if there are any like mega queen fans mm. who then are like play play a queen song about funeral. i wonder what what song they go for and i know queen have loads of songs yeah it can't be bohemian rhapsody can't be bohemian rhapsody <laughs> at all. Um, maybe um here comes a champion yeah maybe something like that yeah. um oh yeah that's, that's a brilliant song yeah um, especially if you have like that moment with a person where you can like you can I could um, it's a great montage song yes yeah, and true. photographs like uh, in the reception or I don't know what they call the, the post wake the wake yeah, yeah. Um, could be really nice yes I also thought if you're a cyclist yeah. you may play I want to ride my bicycle yeah and then the metaphor would be they're now riding their bicycle somewhere else, which is a nice metaphor, actually. So maybe maybe there are some good Queen songs to play at funerals, but definitely not the, another one bites the dust. And um, uh, don't stop me now. <laughs> Quite a morbid way to finish. We started in a morbid way and we finished in a morbid way. That's a, that's a more. <laughs> we're just a snapshot of what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, we are a mirror. Um, is there any positive news that we should share with our audience? Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. You're it's amazing. It's my birthday soon. It is. It is your birthday. After yeah. this, this will, this will be out, and it'll already have been your birthday. Yeah. So, guys, sending your belated birthday wishes mm-hmm. to the man himself. Um, 
there was something else, but I've completely forgotten it. So, yeah, it's your birthday soon. Good, happy birthday. All good things come to those who wait. Mm. We're going to do, actually, we are going to do a all-star yeah. battle uh, episode. <laughs> any fictional character. Mm-hmm. No. Non-superhero. Any, no, just, you know, any character. Any, any character. character a, a, any thing. Any living <laughs> Thing. Living? <laughs> Any living <laughs> anything that has ever lived <laughs> or has been written and created to live. Fictional, non-fictional, doesn't matter. Yeah. We're, we're thinking battles. Yeah. I'm thinking stuff like uh Han Solo versus Poe Dameron in Star Wars, you okay. know, very similar characters. Um other people who are really, really interesting, who we've never seen in battles together but might yes. be interesting. So are we pitting the people against each other? Yes. And the rule is it's not my guy versus your guy. No, 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 no. It's going to be... Well, if we get some uh, people, you know, vote in, let, let us know. What no, battles no. do you want to hear and see? The rules are, the people... Just so people have a good understanding, these two people appear yeah. in the middle of an American football field. Cool. They appear in the middle of an American football field. They're 50 yards apart from each other. So let's say they're both at each 25-yard line, right? Standing in the centre of this football field. This football field is in a vacuum. There's nothing else. There is nothing else around it. A vacuum that's got air in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they can't they they can't summon yes. a team or their friends unless that is directly within their power range. Okay. You know, so Thor can summon Mjolnir, yeah. but like he can't just call the Avengers. So Harry Potter versus Thor because they can both summon. Their That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, so something along those lines. They immediately, when they see each other, decide that the other person is hostile and they would deal with them the way that they would deal with them as their character so if it's a person who naturally would uh, tranquilize someone then that's that's what they're going for but if it's somebody who would naturally first instinct get them and take take the light out then um then that's what they would do out like a light out like a light um so please send in your suggestions we want to know what is your superhero showdown they don't necessarily have to be superheroes but what is your showdown we want to hear it yes, funny them. ones will get chosen first <laughs> send them to uh, at is a hot dog a pod on instagram uh, is a hot dog a sandwich on facebook at uh, is a hot dog a pod on tiktok yes sir and uh, is a hot dog a pod on our youtube mm. any final words i'm very excited for these for these and it will be a much more upbeat and exciting episode than we talk about funeral songs <laughs> It's been a blessing though, brother. Yes, as always. Um, have a fantastic day, week, life, year, wherever you are. Peace from me. Bye.